0: Hello everybody, this is Kevin, a podcast for me, a podcast for me as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host Kevin, also known as k Dog to some people around the world, doing this podcast in a relaxed state, so I'm a little further from my mic than normal, I'm just going to check how this works out, because I want to be lazy when I do these things. This podcast is about... Some uh, some current events. We talk about the news, you know, things that happen in the news, and I talk about my opinions and and such. Uh, We talk about nerd stuff. You know, I'm a big nerd. I like Marvel. Watch that Ant Man, love that. We're going to talk about things like, I don't know, whatever comes to mind. You know, I usually talk about my life a little, and then I'll talk about some news, and then I'll talk about whatever extra thing I want to talk about. Riffin'. Riff section! I'll do one of those numbers. Um, This week was rough. It was really rough. Uh, My wife, uh, she went to uh, see if she would get a better job. Something like that. And, uh, well, we're still waiting to see if that's going to go down. That might revolve around moving. Who knows? We'll see. Um, Dog died. That was a big deal. Monday. Was uh, the 20? Well, if it's it's the 29th now, of July, year 2018, and dog died what six days ago? So six take away nine, 23, 23rd, 23rd of July, found the dog, on the, floor, my wife did. I was at work at the time. The dog was puking, didn't want to move. We took her in they explained that the dog was like, it had um, fluid in in its heart. So you got the heart, then there was fluid surrounding it, and then the, I guess, the other part of the heart that holds everything in. So in between. They call it an infusion. Myocardia, something, infusion, something like that. And we had options. We had options of... You know, uh, well, how, do, how, do, how do you go about that? You got options keeping the dog there. You know, let's do a surgery, drain it, but it could come back. So it was like a maybe. It cost like three grand. And then it cost like 600 to kill the dog, right? Euthanize, as they say. And, um, yeah, that sucked. That was a sucky choice. We chose option B. I mean, the dog was like 15, it's a husky, right? it's a very old dog, she barely did anything, so we figured a more humane thing would be to put her down in the sense that we could have went through this hell and uh, paid a lot of money, and of course that was a factor, you know that, let's be real, and uh, we could have did that direction, you know, and the dog would have, you know, trying to keep the dog alive, you know might make that life shitty so they have a humane way of killing a dog they bring the dog into like a little room and the whole time my kid is doesn't give a shit he's the whole time he's just like a bored i'm trying to explain to him what's going down but he doesn't understand you know and i was thinking maybe he's like me he just doesn't show emotion that well well they they got to the point where they uh you know you're all in a room this is it was weird too because we're in a room it's all nice, nice area, very, very calm, candles and everything, and um, I'm like, shit, what's going on here? I put a dog down before, but it was like on a bed, like a medical bed. This place, I guess, was nicer, and uh, they, uh, we, we spent some time with the dog, and then we were going to put her down, and then my kid just realized, it was the saddest time ever, kid realized what we were about to do. He was like, what you, wait, what's going on? We're going to... Why do we gotta kill the dog? He starts crying. Why does this have to happen? am We're trying to explain to you earlier that this shit was going down, and he did He just didn't get it till that point. He started crying. Why well, started crying? Everyone was crying, and um yeah, I mean, we just pet her, kissed her. And she smelled like vomit because she vomited all over herself, and they uh, put the needle in, put her to sleep, and then uh, shoo, killed her. It sucks. That's the end of my dog, puppy girl. Here's to you. You lived the good life. Yeah, it's real troubling when you have to put your dog down. I don't know what to say. You know, I felt shitty all week. You know, I'm not that guy who cares that much about, you know, animals, you know. I'll eat a dog, you know. That's That's if that was on the table, I probably wouldn't flinch, but I was real sad about it. It made the whole week sad. It was hard to sleep. And it sucks too, cause like, um, I like you don't know how much you miss your dog until it's gone. You know, I be I'll look to the like on the corner of my eye. I always see see the dog there, cause the dog's always around me. Every she's always around me, no matter what. You know, like I'll be sitting down, she's there. I'll be in the kitchen, she's there. Like you always have to like compensate for not walking on her. So, yeah, I even walk weird because I'm thinking I'm about to step on her any second, you know. And, um, when I come home, usually she's there at the door or the, win- the window. You know, I never even thought about that. It's, she does greet you when you come in. I mean, when she could hear you. And then, um, she sniffs you make sure you're alright. You're the right one. Or she would be outside and then she'll be inside to meet you. You know, I kind of miss that. It was cool coming home to that. Uh... And then she, um, she's no longer doing that. But, like, it, it's weird, dude. Because I, c- I can feel like she's there, you know. Like, there she is. And uh, she's not there anymore. It's weird, too. Like, also, like, uh, like food, right? Like, um, we don't try to feed her nasty things. But every now and then I'll drop some, some of my food for her to eat. <laughs> and I was eating pizza. And I, I guess my kid had uh, crust. No, I had crust. I'm like, oh, I'll just uh, flip throw it on the floor so I threw it on the floor and um yeah she's not there to pick it up anymore so I had to pick it up and I'm like shit man I'm just littering (laughs) I'm a slob he's like what am I doing just putting food on the floor you know and that's the that's what they say about that's that is that you know I hate to be the downer Debbie Downer but I figured I'd talk about that you know get that off my chest uh, my wife was crying about it all week, you know, that's, that's good, man, I wish I could cry, I don't really cry, like I say that I cry, but I don't really cry, maybe I'll tear up if anything, but I, I'm not a crier, it's not my thing, uh, kid got over it pretty quick, he will talk about it every now and then, but psh, he's over it. I'm I'm pretty sure if we got another dog like a puppy that he, it would be a thing, you know. <laughs> like if it died, it, you know. It's different when you're raising the dog and it's doing things for you. So let's get into some news, huh? Let's uh let's bring up that uh, the mood, you know. Lighten up the mood, you know, we fucking bringing it down with my my sad tale of woe is me. Puppy girl, that was her name. 15 husky Husky, I want to get a puppy? Instantly, I was like, "Oh man, I want to get another dog," but uh, I've got to give it time. On the brighter side, which sucks, you know, it's like she shed quite a bit because she's a husky, so she had a lot of hair. So you'd be va- it was a never-ending thing of vacuuming. You're constantly vacuuming. <laughs> All right, let's get into some news. News, 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 new, new, news. That's my news song. Okay. Actor says police came in to his home after a neighbor reported a large black man broke in. So in the news, uh Vince Rhymes. Is is that his name? Vince Rhymes. Ving Rhymes. I always thought it was Vince. It's all these years I've been thinking it was Vince. Ving Rhymes. Or Reigns, but I thought it was Rhymes. He um he's an actor in Pulp Fiction. He's the the big black guy in that movie he's in mission impossible he's the big black guy in that movie does tech and all that he's in a lot of movies i just can't like put him out there you know but he's a pretty cool actor you know you know what's up mess you up kind of thing and um i guess he was at home and they called the um I guess his neighbors called the police on him, not on him per se, but they said a large black man's getting into the house, and uh, the police. I guess he says that the guns were pulled out on him, and um, they recognized who he was, and uh, made him intro or introduced the neighbors to him to make sure that they know what's up, but they felt embarrassed. But it, it's pretty fucked up though. The reason I picked the story. To read out of all the other ones. I mean there's a lot of news. But most of it's boring. Is because like I mean. Why the fuck is a neighbor just calling the police. Some black guy. You know going into a house. You know. They, I mean. There should be more to that story. I mean what the. They should have interviewed the neighbor. I don't know. But it happened in 2016. The only reason why this is news. Is because he brought it up. So about two years back this goes down. He brings that shit up. And I guess that's a thing, but they didn't really co- co- like corroborate his story. You know, they didn't look into it. You know, he could have just been saying some shit and over And what the fuck are they doing with their guns drawn out? I guess that's a thing, maybe I don't know. I was I was always taught if you pull your gun, you're ready to use it. So you're telling me you're gonna go and investigate, and you don't know if someone's breaking into this house. You just assume it. You know, I I don't know. My wife's cooking cookies And I'm going crazy My hands are shaky I want some cookies So bad You need something It just it just kind of fucked up I wish there was a better way For police to identify um, If it's a criminal I don't know man There's gotta be something And if you're a fucking neighbor What the fuck dude Know your neighbors Shit I don't know You would think it'd be a mansion too Cause he's rich So how in the fuck do they see that I, I bet the news story is there because they're trying to invoke like racism in it in that. But I don't know. I kind of feel like it was racist because why the fuck would you call the cops on him? I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. But fuck it, whatever. Shit. Um, if you want to reach me and talk about it, I'm on the Twitter at podcastforme.com. I'm also on the Facebook as well. If you want to get me? You get me. I got an argument on on the Twitter. Uh, I was talking about, um, I guess DC's got this show called uh, Titans, which is supposed to be the Teen Titans. And one of the actresses is, uh, what's her name, Starfire. Or that's not who she is. But one of the actresses that playing Starfire is this one lady, and you see a picture of her, she looks terrible. And uh, I saw the trailer and saw Starfire. She was, like, kind of glowing with flames and shit. Uh, but, I mean, it looked terrible. Like, it was it was a terrible, like, wig. It just looked really bad, you know. And uh, it was curly hair, curly red hair. And what I what I hated about it was the fact that I, it feels like they, they did it so that they, they casted this actress so that they you couldn't say anything about it they knew that they couldn't write the character well you know and they knew they couldn't get an actress for of that caliber so they decided to go with this black lady who doesn't look that great as starfire so if you ever seen read a comic or anything like that starfire is this like you know red looking lady kind of exotic looking with flamey red hair wavy red hair not curly but wavy you know and, um, you know, I always thought that role, if you had ever did it real, would be like a red Indian lady or something like that. Or one of the Pakistanian ladies, you know. Not a white person, definitely, because it's, it's, the complexion is way off. Unless they're super tan, like they're Mexican or something like that. But, yes, that role screams diversity and ethnicity. But it felt like they did that, so you couldn't make fun of her. Because she's in one of those protected classes, like... You can't you can't criticize something because if you do, you're a racist. So you couldn't say something like she's ugly because if you did, you'd be a racist or a sexist or something like that. That's that's the century we live in right now, or the decade. They they do these things so that they protect themselves from bad writing and things like that. So that the counter is, if they write terribly and the fucking show bombs, everyone's just racist. Everyone. Because like i I seen a, a couple of things, like, okay, for instance, Star Trek. Now, this is a good show, the Star Trek Discovery, good show. And um, this uh, that the, the there was a nerd backlash. People were like, fuck this show, it's stupid, blah. You know, because they're nerds and they, they have to bitch. And that, that's normal. You're going to get that. But the rebuttal to that was, you guys are racist. You guys are sexist because the main character was black and you know and they're female and so it was either sexist and the the writing is really good and so what these these fucktards do is instead of like taking criticism in stride they went called nerds racist yeah I mean like if you like Star Trek know this you're not a racist there ain't no like racist Star Trek fans I mean, like, if you go all the way back to the beginning, you had a black lady there kiss a white guy, you know, when you know, Captain Kirk was being controlled by these fucking crazy mental people and only the midget had no powers or some stupid shit like that. I mean, you go from there to every Star Trek show ever, it's always been ethnic diversity. You know, they were pushing the envelope. So if you're a fucking fan, of Star Trek, there's no way, or Form, are you sexist or racist? It just doesn't make sense. So what do these fucking guys do? They go, hey, boom, you guys are racist and sexist. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And now you got a lot of shows that kind of do that, They kind of cast ethnic diversity. Like, for instance, Supergirl right now It's going to have a transgender person in it. Now, now the transgender, not a bad thing. However, it's a bad thing if you're marketing it. that's oh yeah first transgender person casted as this person blah 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 I mean if it wasn't a thing then it wouldn't be a thing you would just cast the character and there you go and you'd write your story but because they're pushing it they're it's like they're they're I don't know lazy writing you just put one of these social justice kind of things what that means is There's a a new kind of movement to overreact on certain things. It's like when communism came to be, you know, when everyone's all like, you're a commie, you're a commie. The new new word instead of commie is you're a sexist, you're a racist, you're a a bigot. And it, it sucks that that's going on because there are actual people like that, you know? And when you do shit like this, you dilute the entire word, you know? Like when I call you a sexist it better fucking mean it. But if I'm calling you a sexist because you hugged a person or a sexist because you criticized a TV show, you know, that's fucking terrible. So everyone's a sexist at that point. Anyways, I, I kind of strayed off. You know, I got a little tangent. Yeah, the Supergirl thing pissed me off too. And I was commenting on the um, how the character of Starfire did not look right. And you can't criticize because you're a racist. And if you do... Yeah, basically, that, that's what I said. It's because everyone that was, uh, it was an article about, it was on Twitter, it was an article about how people don't like this character. And then I saw the Twitter comments and people were like, you're just a fucking racist, da-da-da-da. And I'm like, what the fuck? Not me personally, you're a racist. But uh, just other people making comments like, she looks like shit, and this, like, she's ugly, blah blah ba and things like that, right? And, uh, and when, that's a thing. like You can call a guy ugly, but you, if you call a girl ugly, you're fucked, dude. You're either sexist, racist, or you're a misogynistic pig, or something like that. There's some kind of a duality here, you know? And uh, you better not make fun of women, you know? So uh, this guy made, said something, and I was like, it, it sucks when you can't criticize a show because you're labeled a sexist or racist. You know, I think this is lazy writing on their part. I I mean, I could just see them making lazy writing because they could just use the race card. And then this fucking lady came out of nowhere and was like, you know, I bet you're one of those people who have trouble dating because they're afraid of uh, touching other people or something like that. Like, hashtag me too. Like, I'm afraid of that or some shit like that. Which you know what, to some extent, yes. However, dating—I don't know—but she was she was gunning for me, so I was like, I'm like, I don't know why you're insulting me. I just made a statement, and she goes, "I wasn't. I you got that from this? You're just crazy, you know, or some shit like that." She just get, literally doing the very thing that I stated. You know, you can't criticize anybody or anything, or you're being labeled. That's the we're we're in the decade of labels, everybody. You're listening to this 20 years from now. Hopefully, hopefully it it's changed, but it won't. I think it'll be a new thing. It's always something we need something to hate. America needs something to hate. Life is just too good for everybody. You know they're fucking always sad and pissed off about life. We gotta fucking be angry about something. And hopefully that changes. You know whatever. Anyway, she's she did the very thing that. I was just talking about, you know? And I was like, just read the tweets, obviously. Like, because it it goes to a thing where she's like, so how am I insulting you? You just want to be insulted, da-da-da-da. And I'm all like, it's in tweet form. Just fucking look at it, duh. You know? My thing now on on Twitter, though, if I'm engaged in battle of tweets, I I kind of like, uh, I try not to uh, insult the other person. And I try to do that now when I talk to people. I try not to insult them. You know, it, it sounds like, duh, right? You should it. But people do insult other people while they're talking without even knowing of like some, to the effect of something like chocolate. You know, you don't like chocolate. You're fucking stupid or you don't like chocolate. What kind of person are you? You know, or you don't like chocolate. Are you racist <laughs> or some shit like that? All right. Um, yeah. And then transgender and Supergirl. I mean, it's advertised as such. So it makes it a big thing. The cool thing about Star Trek. Is it's not like a thing, they have it in there, and then that's it. Just like, like it's not like a thing in which, in this episode, Dana Troy kisses another woman. No, it's not that. Even though there was in Deep Space Nine, they kind of do that, but it works. Um, they they don't. They just introduce the character. Shit's happening, and they if they're with another person of the same sex or they're transgender, they it's just like that. They don't make a fucking thing of it. But for some reason, like, all other TV shows can't do it. They do it wrong. Because, okay, here's another thing of inequality right here. I'm almost riffing. I'm not even doing that fucking uh, <laughs> news thing. But I have to bring this up. So in The Flash, if you watch that show, The Flash, watch season one. Okay? In season one, which is the best season a TV show can have, um, what's his name? Uh, the Flash, Barry G- Barry Barry Adam Barry Allen Barry Barry Allen Barry Allen. There we go. His uh, boss is this detect this bo- his boss guy is an asshole. Just yells at him for everything. Total dick, right? Anyways, it turns out he's gay, and in season two, I think it's in season two it happens. He he becomes gay. Now you had an entire season of this guy being an asshole, period, and it turns out. He's not an asshole. He's gay, you know, and, um, you know, he actually likes Barry, you know, that's it. And after that, for fucking four seasons or three seasons after that, this guy who, whose whole story arc was angry and an asshole because that was his dynamic. He was your generic, I'm an asshole, you know, but I really like my guy, but I'm an asshole. He stopped being an asshole. As soon as it was announced he was gay, they made a big thing of it, right? the guy was a good guy he's never an asshole he's always good that's it that's his character from now on and it was just it started as soon as he was introduced as gay which i put this out there it turns out like if you think about it like there is no bad gay characters they're all mean they're all mean what what am i saying there's no bad gay characters they're all good guys right and i mean that's not equality at all you know everyone straight is good or bad and gay guys are always good you know, I mean, if, if you want equality, you know, you would then be, you know, evil guy, and he's gay. But why would that even be brought up? You know what I mean? Like your TV show about the Flash. You know what the fuck? He's all like, I'm evil, uh, but I also like this dude. Nom, 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 nom. You know, like what the fuck? The the Flash has become a show. The whole CW arc. They got the Flash, Arrow. Supergirl. These are all shows I used to like, but they just went way too hardcore with social justice. They make it a point for you to know this shit. Yeah, I'm a lesbian. I'm full bore. I'm gonna get with every lesbian woman. You know that kind of thing. Like as opposed to just having the, Star Trek. That's the best way to do it. They, if you into girls and you're a girl, eh, that'd be it. If you're a transgender, that'd be the end of it. But like, it wouldn't be a thing you sought out. Like you wouldn't. It wouldn't be an advertised you know, Picard kisses William, you know, it doesn't do it at all, at all, but they do that, and that's, it's irritating, and it, it defeats the cause, it it brings rise to the nerd rage, you know, and where they kind of dance around racism and sexism, they kind of do, because they're not articulate, some people are just not, and maybe they are closet homos, or Closet uh, sexist or closet this, closet that. You know, maybe and maybe they are acting out, but when you fucking present shit like that, or bad, weak storytelling, well, let's just make this character a lesbian. She's been straight this whole time. Let's make her a lesbian, you know? That's so ugh. Ugh. I hate that. But whatever. <laughs> Alright, that was my rant on that. And uh, another Twitter art, I'll, I'll get to that. Maybe I'll forget. Let me bring it up now then. Another Twitter argument I got with was this one guy on uh, he was on Fox News. I fuck I don't know who he was. He said something he posted something that was like 3 years old or something like that where Joe Rogan's a lot like uh, Ronnie Ra- Rossi was like you know the best athlete ever da 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 da. da. And this was like before like she got her ass kicked and then they asked some boxer if like what he thinks and the guy was all like fuck this bitch Uh, he gets all sexist he's hardcore mexican you know so he's like hardcore deep with the you know like uh women fuck that she's stupid bye you know that kind of thing you know i post i post like oh man are we doing the thing where we bring up old shit and turn it into a, a a thing and the guy fucking roasted me. He went like he went, he went and took pictures of my podcast and put it on his tweet. Well, you know what was awesome about that? I don't give a fuck. Roast away because I'm a nobody. So I was like, oh fuck this guy. I mean, he went to my podcast. That's fucking tight. And he tweeted and then like he tried to slam me with it. He goes, hey look, bro, if you want it, it's like no wonder you, you're like that because you have like like a couple of viewers if you were a badass you would have more viewers so this guy not only is he egotistical he's like talking shit and i didn't know who he was by the way he was saying like oh yeah i'm such a badass and you're not because you you suck and that's why no one wants to listen to you and da 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 and i'm just like starting out so i, I, I retorted without knowing who he is i was like i was like I, I guess man you have to when you do a podcast you're supposed to start with the fan base that's i guess i didn't know that it's my first time bro and um, people were like, hey, man, why are you punching down like that? Oh, yeah. And I was like, what, the, what are you punching down? Who the fuck is this guy? So I clicked on him, and he had like 23,000 followers. I'm like, holy shit, he's a somebody. <laughs> I'm not really good at Twitter, so I don't know. But he was just like, uh, he was try- he was talking shit. One guy was all like, hey, man, you're better than that. You know, you don't have to do that. And then he apologized. And then me being who I am, I was like, I go, I go. Yeah, sorry bro, if I hurt your feelings Man, I didn't really mean to, I was just asking A question or making a statement And I was trying to fish, I was fishing for him To like, you know, talk more shit Because I'm going to draw that shit out Because I want more attention to my podcast I don't even know why, I just, I don't know I'm, I'm egotistical as well, so I'm like, fuck I want more poc- more viewers, you know So I was like, yeah, I'll throw it out there Like I'm the good guy, and I'm like, hey man Yeah, you, you're fucked up, you know, kind of thing And he didn't, he didn't take the bait, though I, I think he knew what I was doing Mm. but you know that was my first twitter battle with some uh somewhat a somebody (laughs) staying strong in my lower level bottom feeder status (laughs) all right so let's go back to the news i'm sorry straight off guys all right here we go uh taco bell you're like what the fuck taco bell why are we talking about taco bell taco bell bans some california employees from leaving during lunch breaks now this is on fox news which, that's kind of weird. I mean, like, this is more of a liberal thing. When you put a headline like that, you're doing that so you can get people to click because they're like, what the fuck? Fuck the man. You know, Fuck Taco Bell. Uh, <clears throat> but it's on Fox News. And Fox News isn't really, like, hardcore liberal like that. They're not seeking out the social justice and down with the man. But this article kind of is cool because it's on a Republican site who is... You know, mostly when you think of Republicans, you're thinking like you know they like hate everybody, the racist, that kind of thing. And uh, not if you're you know a Republican, <laughs> but you know that's that's your general consensus to most liberals. It's weird that this article's there. So basically, the headline's mis- misleading. It makes you want to think that Taco Bell is a. Um, a shitty business for doing that. But no, what what that what it applies to is if you buy Taco Bell food, you can't um, you can't leave the premise because the thought is they take the food and they could buy it for their kids or some shit like that. They're they're, they're just getting cheaper food. And um, yeah, I mean that's that's what it's for and people are like, oh that's fucked up, you know, that's bullshit if we eat our lunch. And our Taco Bell clothes that you know people are gonna make us work, you know. You know what though? This is what I think. If you want to eat Taco Bell food, you know, on and you work at Taco Bell, just change shirts, man. I like I don't have to wear my scrubs when I eat. I just do because it's comfy. But if I wanted to like not look like I'm working, I'll take my scrubs off. That's not a problem, you know. And there you go. I get the thought. I'm understanding the thought process though. You're at Taco Bell. You're working. You're eating Taco Bell food. Someone could go up to you and ask you questions like, hey, what about this? Hey, can you get this? I could see that being annoying, but you just change your shirt. There you go. Done. And um, Taco Bell, I I see their point of view too. They're arguing, you know, fucking a Taco Bell employee could buy a bunch of Taco Bell food and uh, that's because they get the discount and then bring it home and feed the family, you know. I have to say. Or like, or sell it, you know, sell it to their friends or some shit like that. Hey, let me get you some food, you know, or not sell it, but hook up your friends. All I got to say about that is fuck, man. What? Who gives a fuck, dude? You really, are you really losing that much? I mean, whoever came up with that really was like, just, ugh, they're just doing that because they need a job. They, the they. The guy who came up with that thought process, he's like, I, I make a lot of money, and I have to come up with ideas to save money, and this will save money. That's all you're doing. I mean, I've had friends that worked at places that hooked me up with food, and it was tight. thats It's just the name of the game. If you have a business in which you're just selling food, like a franchise, and you pay those employees pretty shitty wages, that shit's going to happen, you know? And it's up to the manager. Pay the manager better. I think he would notice it more. Let the manager be the one be like, hey, I saw you buy a lot of fucking Taco Bell food. What the fuck is that about? Are you trying to, you know, I mean, I think I would just have a meeting and put it on the manager as opposed to being, you know, petty. But that's what that is. This Taco Bell um, thing is petty, but like, it's legit. It's not like, it's not like Taco Bell's a bad guy per se, but, you know, like the article is trying to get you to Hate on them, but yeah, Taco Bell's just petty. That's all, Taco Petty. I don't want to taco about it. Um, Terry Gilliam's *The Time Bandits* is being adapted into a TV series. Now, this could be fucking tight. Have you ever watched *Time Bandits*? It's pretty tight. Uh, I don't know how it work, though. Uh, here's the tagline. It's about or the synopsis, I guess. Series three years uh, developing. I'm not sure. It's about a middle-aged New York cop who was once a hero, who has grown fat and cynical, and is in the middle of a breakdown, ending up in a child's fantasy world where the rules of the mean streets of New York no longer apply. The best way to kill a dragon is no longer a gun; it's a tree branch. You think is a sword? It's actually, the what the fuck is this? I you know what? I didn't read this. I should have read it. I hope the vision carries over. Time bandits. Well. Here they go making something that doesn't work. You know who would make a good Time Bandits show is uh, Joss Whedon or um, who's good at that kind of thing. Uh, I think Time Bandits would be more in the vein of Joss Whedon or um, whoever made that Monkey show in Australia. It's pretty good. But and Time Bandits back in the day was about a movie about this kid who uh, these dwarves like happened to jump into his room and they're stealing shit so they're i don't know why it's a stupid premise it turns out that they've been working for god this whole time and they stole this map and on this map it tells you where there's time uh portals and you go through time and their plan was to steal a bunch of shit so that's that's their thing all throughout the the the, this, this movie and this kid gets roped in, he accidentally goes with them. And they go on an adventure going all these different times. And it's pretty tight. You know, and then I think Sean Connery's in it as well. And he's pretty tight. He's like a, a king of some sort who kills a minotaur. But um and in the very end, spoilers for a nineteen eighties movie, um they fight the devil. They find the devil because the devil's looking for that too, Try, he's trying to escape hell, I guess. And he finds the devil and then they get all the people that they met Past, present, and future to fight this dude. There's like a cowboy spaceship, all that to fight uh, the devil, and then and then God comes out and stops the whole thing. And it turns out it was God's plan all along because he's God, and uh, he wanted to test out evil. And that was about it. It was a, it was a goofy movie. And it was like uh, it wasn't your classic, you know, heroes or heroes and bad guys or bad guys. It was just a great adventure. Now they can make a TV show. And I don't understand how they got a cop, you know, who's a hero and he's fat and he goes to New York and he goes. I don't know. I don't. I don't get how that works. You know, <laughs> what the fuck kind of translation is that? You know, whatever. But that'd be a cool TV show. You could work that. I thought they were gonna go from the angle of them. They're going through different times and shit. But I guess not. Um check this out. Gerard Butler's in a movie called The Hunter Killer. Let's hear it. You got a submarine. The new thing is a teaser before a trailer. I hate that. You got a submarine. The Tampa. The Tampa South- Commonplace, some random sun- captain, submarine action. A lot of action here with submarines. Sorry, we've got a shootout under the ice. Oh, uh, it has that guy from Dracula. That's intense. They got a DSRV on there. That's cool. I was on submarines. I just thought that was cool. You know, I might watch that movie because I'm a submariner and it's about submarines doing ridiculous shit. I saw Submarine flip. I was like, get the fuck out of here with that. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> the Hunter Killer. I was going to play the whole trailer. Are you kidding me? We feel a waste of time. All right, here we go. J- James Gunn uh, was fired from making some, like, raunchy fucking tweets. If you read it, it's pretty shitty, like a lot of things. But it in context, um, he writes a series of these tweets, and it's a- along the span of, like, ten years. So they put it together in one little spot. So it looks really bad. It's like one after another. Like, for instance, if you edit all my podcasts... And you put and you took all the word like every time I said the word fuck, you know, and then you edit it. You would just have a non-stop stream of fuck, 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 and then be like that guy likes to say fuck, you know, which I do. But I'm I'm I don't know I don't I'm trying to I'm trying to get at something here. If if out of a span of ten years, if I'm taking little clips of things that you do, you know, it, I could paint a picture to make you look shitty. Now the thing is. He wrote some shit, and it's out of context, you know, it's in, like, for instance, he's watching Expendables, right? I, that's what I gather, and it said something to the effect of watching the Expendables, and it's so hardcore testosterone that I want to fuck this kid right next to me, or some shit like that, right? And it's kind of weird that he used kid, or or boy, he used the word boy, this, like, I think he called him a pussy boy, weak-ass pussy boy, or some shit like that, right? And um, it's not that funny, but it's the shit he's saying, right? He's not that funny. He just says shit. And uh, he says these things. And I guess some site was talking shit to him and then got that. They sift through his uh, Twitter and came up with that. Disney went then and fired him. Now, the bullshit thing about that is he's just tweeting about shit. He, and he apologized about that shit before that even happened. So it's a thing in which, you know, always... And the weird thing is everyone's calling him a pedophile. Now, if unless... I mean, that's such a hardcore accusation to be calling him that because, I mean, you ain't got no proof, and you're just calling him. Like, for instance, you can have a foul-mouthed individual and go, that guy is a bad guy. But in reality, it's some priest or (laughs) some guy who feeds the needy. You know, like, there's a lot of dudes... Or dudettes. There's a lot of people out there that you see one aspect of them, and that's not who they are. You know, they could probably be good people, you know? Like, and then here you got this guy who throws out tweets, you know, and calls himself a provocateur, you know, whatever. And um, yeah, that's, that's some bullshit, dude. They shouldn't have fired him. They're having a petition to bring him back. Hopefully that won't do anything, actually, because Disney don't give a goddamn. They don't. They don't give a shit. I don't know why they fired him. I um, Hope he gets reinstated. I think it's bullshit. They did that as well with um, now they didn't fire him, but he got in trouble too for saying some shit. Um, Mormon John Mormon John Hammond John Dan Hammond from Rick and Morty uh, the voice actor for him. Uh, I guess he said some shit, and everyone's all like, "Oh, look at this guy! He's a child molester too!" And da 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 da. Like I listen to this guy on podcasts for hours on end. And um if if it was a thing in which um, he was a like a pedophiler, you could get the feel of it. but for some skit that he did. So the skit was um, they were making fun of Dexter. like it was a it was a skit in which the guy comes into a kid's room and then he rapes a doll, uh, like a kid doll, right? And that's what he does and then he leaves. If you listen to, like, uh, Dan Harmon say some shit, that guy is hilarious, but he comes up with some dark shit. And if you watch the show Rick and Morty, it's pretty dark, you know, but it's very famous. It's famous enough to get 70 episodes. But because he puts that out there, people are like, fuck this guy. He's so a piece of shit, da-da-da-da. I mean, like people are getting crazy with this uh, Nazi s- police censoring shit. When comedians aren't allowed to start doing their thing, you know, that's when you know tyranny has taken over. Because that is the person who is like your 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 pulse, but if the, on how, who where you are in the world, like you can't pull that shit in Iran, you know or Pakistan or whatever you get you get killed over there you know that that's the same for, like there's places where they stone people for being witches and shit and that that those fucking places where comedians wouldn't be so you got you got here now and comedians can't do their thing you know they, or people can't do what they do they entertain that's what they do you know like if of course if he was doing some shit you know yes let's fucking get these guys But there's no proof. There's this fucking video of him fucking around, you know. And then he's making fun of Dexter. And how does that work out? Dexter goes around killing people and shit, and that's that's acceptable. But a guy makes a skit about a dude raping a doll, and holy shit, you know, it's time to end this guy. You know what sucks though is if these guys really were doing some crazy shit, then it makes everyone who was defending them bad, especially all these fans. But I hope. Uh, Homeboy gets his job back. I really hate... I wish the actors would say something and, and say more. Like, Bautista is the only one who said, Hey, man, fuck this. You guys are stupid. You guys are Nazis for fucking trying to stop him from talking. That's thrown around. That term, Nazis, is way too much. But he's kind of right, though. I mean, that is fascism. If you're not allowed to speak, that is fascism. Uh, let's see here. I wish Chris Pat would say something like, I'm not doing this movie without him. You you give me that. You know, I'd be great. <laughs> Chris Pratt's like religious though. I don't know if you will, but they should fucking defend him more. I mean, Chris Pratt's nothing without James Gunn. I mean, James Gunn gave Chris Pratt that chance, and after that, his his you can't deny that. You know, that that movie doesn't get made without James Gunn. You know that that I mean, because really, like when it came out, did not give a shit. I was like, oh, here we go, the B team, but it was better than most of the fucking movies put together. Alright, so we got this article. Roseanne Barr says racist tweet, blah, 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 blah. She's fucking out of her mind. She thinks it's a a thing in which um, it's because she voted for Trump. No, it's because she's crazy. It sucks that they uh, hired her in the first place, you know, not knowing that she's crazy. And she she does what she does. And now you're acting like, holy shit, ABC's the real villain here. You fucking hired her. And she was fucking crazy. And so, what did you go and do? You fired her for doing what she does. You know? She should be reinstated, if anything. She's out of her fucking mind, but I did have a little treasure. This is her doing an interview. She goes crazy and she says some shit. Watch, this is crazy. And she goes to smoke a cigarette. That's on loop, I guess. So she just goes crazy during the interview. What she's talking about is um, the char- The person she made fun of randomly is a. Uh, it, I don't know. She called her a monkey, but like if you look at, she's black. She just so happened to be black. And if you if you seen her, uh, the the person she's making fun of, she doesn't look. Black, but when you know she's black, you can make that uh, argument. But eh, shit, you know it sucks. She did make fun of her though. You know, Roseanne could be racist though. That's the thing, you know. So, like, I like to defend people for freedom of speech and shit like that. But that was pretty racist, you know. In, in retrospect, even, I I could see that leap. Oh well, you know that's what you get for doing Ambien, smoking pot, and drinking, and being crazy. You know. So that's it for news. I just wanted to do a top ten, a couple of them. If I, well, maybe just one. We'll riff about it. I'm going to do a top ten of Rick and Morty. Just because I read that one article, I'm going to do something about Rick and Morty. So you got Rick and Morty top ten on IGN. They, they did a top ten. I'm going to see if I agree with it. I haven't read it, so I'm just going off, you know, going blind here uh the rick lantis mix-up is that really the episode's name i didn't know it was called that the rick lantis mix-up all right so rick and morty if you ever watch the show is about a scientist who's super smart not just super smart he's like the smartest person that ever was and he goes through dimensions and time things like that and he has this guy with him Uh, Morty, who's his uh, grandson, and they have this dynamic where they go on adventures, they go through time and space, and do random things. And uh, I love this show tremendously. If you're a fan of sci-fi, you should be a fan of this show because it's epically good. You got to give it a chance. It's a cartoon, but you got to give it a chance. It's one of the best sci-fi flicks I've ever seen. Oh, sorry, shows I've ever seen because it really does. It's self-aware, like it understands it's a cartoon, right? But also, like, throws out really cool thoughts. Like, through it has good social commentary. Like, you know, the idea of good and evil. and You know, that's just different depending on who you are, you know. And that that echoes what's going on nowadays. You know, but whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I guess number ten was Rick Lantis mix-up. And that's an episode where Rick and uh, Morty, they go to Atlantis and it seems boring, so they they cut away to this dimension where um, there's a bunch of Rick and Morty's they all came together and formed a, a community you know uh, it's pretty good it has like different little stories within 26 minutes so I thought it was pretty good number 10 huh Let's see what else we got going on here the Rick's must be crazy now this is a cool uh, cool one it is a episode in which his uh, R- Rick's uh, battery for his spaceship breaks so to go fix it they go into the battery turns out rick has made a universe inside there like a mini micro universe and in there they have to step on these pedals which generate energy which generates electricity for his battery so it's like an infinite thing turns out there's a guy in there who's like rick who came up with his own universe and he's doing the same thing and it's basically like he acts like he's a god you know and that guy acts like he's a god to them, and so on, and so forth. And nah, I thought that was a pretty good. The episode, I don't mind watching that. In fact, I feel like watching it now. Number eight, me seeks and destroy. Now, I think that should be higher on the list. But um, in this episode, uh, Rick goes, and um, he's, he's his family are asking him for like menial tasks, but he doesn't have time. He wants to go on an adventure with his uh, grandson, which turns out to be hardcore. <laughs> and uh rick's got this box that if you press it a thing comes out called the mixis. meek 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 seeks you like hey, look at me on me seeks you ask it to do something it does that task and then it dies and um that's it well he goes but make sure it's a simple thing now Two people ask for like complicated things right off the bat. They're like, I want to know myself. And the other one, I want to be popular. And then it sounds real complicated, but it works. They, they get their wishes come true or whatever. The one guy, he goes, he wants to take off two strokes off his golf golfing game. So that sounds pretty easy, but it was hard because he's an idiot. He doesn't know how to, like, uh, I guess, play golf. I don't know. And then they couldn't, the thing, the Meeks seeks couldn't figure out how to teach him that. So it starts to go crazy because usually it finishes these tasks really quick. So it started making multiple versions of itself trying to help him. And they couldn't. They decided to kill him. So it's a pretty good episode. Pickle Rick is number seven. Ah, man, I don't know, man. That should be number one. (laughs) It's a pretty good episode. Pickle Rick, uh, I guess Rick turns himself into a pickle to avoid therapy. And he has a big adventure as a pickle. You don't think it would be a thing, but oh, it's a thing. And uh, it was a good episode. I don't like this episode. I don't know why it's number six. Rick potion number nine. Um, it's real gross. Um, so Morty wants to get with this one girl. So he gets a potion, a love potion from Rick. R- Rick uh, gives him the potion. He gives it to her, I think. And somehow he's cold. So he spreads it, and people start getting like all into him. Like they want to. They really want to get with him. Hardcore. And um, I guess that's fucked up. I, I guess because of the virus it just gets crazy. So Rick tries to fix it. Makes it worse. Turns them into grasshoppers. And then turns them into nasty things. So they have to leave the universe. To to another universe that's like theirs. So shit gets weird. The wedding squanchers. That's pretty cool. Birdman gets with this one lady. And turns out she's part of the alliance or some shit. and A lot of killing going on there. Morty night run. That's pretty good. This little gas. Uh, cut, like Rick goes to save this gas. Or not Rick. Morty goes to save this gas from being killed. And Rick's trying to tell him, hey man, this shit could go south. It's not your uh, place to save this dude. We could just have fun at this arcade. And it turns out, they, save, they kill a bunch of people trying to save this gas. And then uh, it turns out the gas is going to wipe out all of the universe. And so Rick ends up killing him himself you know if he had just stayed out of it someone else would have killed the gas and a lot of people would have lived Uh, a cool thing to note about this episode is that um they play a game i thought this was tight uh rick he goes here try this game out you know and then morty puts on this visor then he wakes up as a baby and then he lives his entire life there then he dies like at 66. When he he like lives a whole life, like he gets married, he has kids, everything. And when he wakes up, he's 66 because he fell down and died. And they're like, "Whoa, shit! You got to 66? What a boring life, you know?" And and that was the game. And that's a that's a cool thought, right? <laughs> We're all just in the VR game of our lives, and then when we die, we see how far we went. When Rick gets in, it, he goes, he gets pretty far. One guy's like, "Holy shit! He doesn't have a social security number. <laughs> I don't know why." Number three is Rick Steen Minutes, that is about, oh the interdimensional cable box. So they're watching TV, they're bored with it, Rick puts on this thing where you can watch TV's anywhere. You watch people that are just like shaped like corn, things like that. The cool thing about that episode, yeah I think that should be a number three, is that, uh, or it should be higher on the list, it's one of my favorite episodes actually. They wear these VR helmets, like so. The other fit part of the family don't want to watch this fucking show. They're like, they're like, oh, this is boring. But so Rick has ability to give them a, like these glasses that let them see their lives in another dimension, and it's cool because like in one dimension, the what's this guy's name? Like, I'm not good with names. I noticed that um, Jerry. Jerry's like the idiot of the group. He puts these goggles. He's rich and famous, getting with girls, doing blow, and it's awesome. Uh, Beth, she's the doctor she always wanted to be, you know, because she's a, she's a veterinarian or horse doctor. But it turns out she always wanted to be a doctor doctor. So they're wearing the goggles, and it's cool because, like, um, how did it go? Yeah, D- uh, Beth is... Wearing the goggles, getting drunk, thinking about how life would have been if they didn't had a kid. And she's super rich and her life sucks. She collects birds. And um, and uh, Jerry, he's watching the interdimensional TV and it's a news report of, the, of this guy uh, racing a car. He's got needles in him and he's running towards uh, someone's house. And at the same time, the two of them are watching their lives. And they, they, they always loved each other. It's like the life sucked because no matter how famous they were, they always loved each other. And um, they should have just got together, you know, that kind of thing. And they both realized that in real life, you know. And I, I thought it was pretty cool. It was something that only existed in that show, you know. They, it, You know, what life could have been. And they both realized they needed each other at that time. Ha, huh, it's crazy. Number two is auto-erotic assimilation. That one's a weird episode. I don't think it should be number two. Um, Rick gets with this one lady who uh, is a hive of some sort. Like She can go into multiple heads and everyone lives the life the hive wants to live. But it's an entity. She gets with it. There you go. And then she breaks his heart because he's bad for her. Or it. Because they do lots of drugs. And the whole planet just starts dying. Uh, number one is Total Rick Call. Why do you think Total Rick Call is the best? Truly captures everything that makes Rick and Morty great. Its premise is ridiculously clever, huh? And it quickly veers in amusement to crushing emotion. <laughs> Shit, I don't. I don't think it should be number one. I think Pickle Rick beats this. Total Rick Call is funny though. Um, so, in in that one, it's um. There's this parasite. That hides in your memories but it's only good memories and um, there's a bunch of people just appearing out of nowhere and they're they're, they're aliens basically eating off of these people that you can't tell they just show up as characters in, in, like in your life and you can only remember them in, in good like there's a plumber hey it's uncle joe and things like that and uh, so the goal is to get rid of these things right but you don't know who's who, right? And they just kept introducing characters. And uh, one character that was funny is uh, Jerry. uh, (laughs) I guess Beth has another person that she's married to, I guess. I don't know. And Jerry's, like, into this guy, you know. And they, you know, had a romantic thing, you know, and that's a thing, and... Uh, they figured it out that if you have bad memory, if you can't remember a bad memory of them, then they're obviously the fake because they only exist in good memory. So they, they just start having bad memories and start killing them. And it's funny when they kill that guy, Jerry. <laughs> it's great. Well, that's all the time we got for this podcast. I was going to do more, but I, I really need. Uh, oh, you know what? Fuck. God damn it. Never mind. We're not done yet. Here we go. Let's do this. I watched The Atman and the Wasp, it was a good movie. Um, I I give it a seven out of ten, seven being the best, ten being the best, one being the worst. And the reason why is because the story is good. It, it's very entertaining. Um, the villain isn't your, your traditional bad guy villain, and they took a different route, and that's something I liked a lot about it. Um, the special effects were really good. I mean, they did cool things with um, with uh, shrinking and unshrinking, so that was pretty tight um so I, I give it a seven I like the characters I'd spoil it but I don't want to it's good it ranked 16 right now as of now it ranks 16 as a uh, you know the of the Disney movies you know so like uh, how much they gross opening weekend was 7603 million you know so that's it Ranked 16 out of all of them but let's go through the top 10 of the Disney movies ranked by their mo- how much money they made. I'm not gonna read all of them. So number ten, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Total box office revenue three thirty four. I like that movie; it's really good. Number nine was Thor: Ragnarok. Shit, that should be number one, but it's only at three thirteen. Man, wait a minute. Or is this? It's ranked by opening weekend. They got one twenty two. It made more money. No, yeah, it made less money. And Spider-Man Homecoming. But it's 9 because of the of the uh, opening weekend. It's a good movie. I like that one. Thor should be number 1. <laughs> I like it. It's my number 1. Or number 2 at least. Iron Man 2. I'm coming at 128. That was a big letdown. Number 7. Now this is ranked by opening weekend. As I'm finding out. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Was uh, number seven. That, that's my number fucking one movie right there. And Thor Ragnarok's three, because Infinity War was my number two. All right, number seven, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume two. They got 146 million opening. They grossed more than Thor, 389. Iron Man made a lot on its opening weekend. Iron Man 3, 174. That was in 2013. Five years ago, it made a lot. Jesus. Uh grossed about 104 I like Iron Man 3. It's a good movie. Captain America: Civil War got 179 opening weekend at number 5. Grossed a lot. That's one of my favorite movies too. I like Civil War. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, that's uh, 191. Damn, man, really? The second Avengers movie. It's pretty good. Pretty good. 459 all around. Black Panther at 202. Had high hopes for that movie, but they grossed a lot though. $6.99. Total box office. This is just in America, I guess, because they made a billion. Oh shit, you know, like that movie, phew. It's okay. It should be way low on the list. Marvel the Avengers made two hundred and seven. That's a big time movie. I liked it. And number one, of course you guessed it, Avengers Infinity War. At two five seven million. Total box office 673. Are we at a trillion? Two billion dollars. And that's it. That's it for those Marvel movies. Um, Yeah, Iron Man and the Wasp. Iron Man and the Wasp. That'd be tight. It, it was cool in that movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was like uh, the Wasp was more the hero and the Ant-Man was the sidekick, which is pretty cool. I have to say, if they made a big trouble in Little China... They should still use The Rock as the main character, and he's the sidekick. That's the, that's the thing about Big Trouble in Little China. You got uh, the hero, and then you got a sidekick. <laughs> and then the hero is the sidekick, the main character. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right, well, that's it for this podcast. Um. You know, like, stay frosty and all that good stuff. That's usually how I end it. But I wanted to say this. Be the better person than you were. <laughs> Yesterday, try to listen to others and not insult each other when you're talking. You know, like uh, take some breaths. You know, in in life, it's all about you know meeting people and talking to people and just kind of you know getting along by you know without fucking bringing suffering to others. You know, so if you find yourself arguing with your enemy, you know, don't don't fucking turn it into a thing in which you have to destroy them utterly. You know. If you have a dispute and, dis- and, 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 and a discussion, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's just talk to each other. Because talking to each other is better than, you know, just yelling at each other, right? Let's always be the better person than you were yesterday. And I leave you with this. Stay frosty. the and the devil is